The start of Tat's work, well, it really all centers around seeing more survivors free to thrive in a life of their choosing. So we have a very special episode today that is all about celebrating. Today we are talking about the healing journey of survivors through art. The calls you make, the incidents you report, they can all lead to stories like these for the individuals you are making that call for. Art therapy is a specialized area of mental health that uses art materials and the creative process to explore emotions, reduce anxiety, increase self-esteem, and resolve other psychological conflicts. When you engage your imagination and do something creative, you can actually regulate your blood pressure and heart rate. Most survivors of sex trafficking suffer from complex trauma and have not developed or lost the capacity to express themselves through language. It is also common for survivors to struggle to regulate their emotions and build trusting relationships with others. Traditional talk therapy can be re-traumatizing and unhelpful. So that's where art comes in. Hello everyone, my name is Helen Hofer and I'm the Freedom Drivers Project Director for Truckers Against Trafficking, or TAT, and you're listening to our podcast, Driving Freedom. My co-host today is Liz Williamson, TAT's training specialist. Liz, thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, Helen, glad to be here with you today. I love that we get to talk about my favorite subject, art. I love all things art. I am so glad to introduce our guest today, Courtney Baldwin, who is a survivor and educator and a lover of all things art, just like me. So this is going to be a great podcast. And I'm so grateful to have Courtney as a guest on this podcast today because you know what? She is a survivor leader who, yes, her life was impacted by the crime of sex trafficking, but she has more than overcome it. And now she is helping lead others to a place of healing and freedom that she has found for herself too. And art has something to do with it. I love that you've been using art to express yourself. I think that during my life journey, and especially during trafficking, I didn't know how to express myself. And that's why art became so vital and necessary for me afterwards. Because for me, I felt like I didn't even have a language to explain what I had been through. And art made it safe not to talk in words, but to have pictures and images and colors all express how I'm feeling. And if someone was paying attention, they could learn a lot about me and what I'm not saying out loud. Exactly. It always gives you the words you can't say. Always, always. And and music as well. I, I'm going to try to interchange those because I believe, you know, it's all art, but, um, but both because I also started playing piano really young too. So that was another outlet that I got to kind of in- incorporate, you know, especially as I got or- older as well. Courtney, what's your favorite type of art to express yourself with? My favorite type of art would definitely today would definitely have to be um, painting um, for sure. Just the colors alone, you know, and being able to play with that, you know, um, you know, such a good reflection of like emotions and kind of what you're trying to convey without even knowing, you know, what I want to paint or anything. Just starting off with simple colors has been so therapeutic. And then from there, you know, obviously you build and create, but um, that that alone, just the colors in it um, really help gives me a piece, you know. Liz, what do you do? You know, I love acrylic painting. I've tried oil. I'm not great at it. Um, I, I've tried a lot of different mediums. Some I enjoy, some I just get frustrated by. But the thing that I've loved the most about acrylic painting was that I could layer it as much as I wanted, that I could cover mistakes. It really helped my perfectionist side because no one needed to know what mistakes I made. 
um, I could make everything look the way that I wanted it to. I once had a counselor who had me paint an image that I wanted to talk about in therapy. She was able to pick up on the colors, on the patterns, on the different type of movement that she could see within that painting. And she would ask me questions about it and get far more truth than I would have told her out loud if, had I just done that. I'm not saying that it was a happy painting. There's definitely things that I paint where it catches people's emotions, maybe in a more negative sense, but it's a safe way for me to explore it, I'd say. And in my research before the episode, I came across a ton of quotes about art therapy. And one of them, like, art reveals truth. Art brings knowledge, like, in ways that you don't understand. My mom is an artist. And so she was all about, like, we're going to go to the art museums. We're going to do craft projects all the time. Like, that kind of thing. And I remember going to art museums and being like, what is this even? Like, what is this giant white canvas? And now I go as an adult and I'm the person who's, like, standing there being like, wow. This is so powerful. <laughs> I'm just like thankful for whatever that switch was. And my mom is too, <laughs> to like, okay, like I feel you like making a statement. And what's like frustrating to me and beautiful is that it's, it depends on who's viewing it and like what day you're viewing it. And like you can read and understand it in different ways and it can mean something different. One of the important things about the way that art interacts with an artist is the, experience of doing art, right? It isn't just the final product. And so, Courtney, what has your experience been like in art, whether that's when you were a kid or kind of as you've been growing up, what has that been like for you? Yeah, well, it, it's definitely evolved for me. You know, obviously as a kid, you're tapping in where you want to learn everything about it. But as you get older, you go through life, you start getting a little bit more deeper and you start being a little bit more thoughtful. And it shifted for me too, because I found out my biological mother, who's also a survivor, that she was very, very, very talented in art. And when we reconnected, um, man, she showed me some of the most beautiful art pieces that I've ever seen in my life. I still keep some of them displayed to this day. And it was so powerful, not only to know that, you know, what's in her is in me, but also what's, you know, been helping me and helping me heal. It's been helping her as well, too. And so, you know, our relationship was really estranged, but that was like a moment where, you know, we got to kind of be on the same field and really understand each other on a deeper level. And I think that's when for sure art became my world almost. When I need to express, I need an outlet, I go straight to my art. Wow, what a connection. How meaningful that is. You guys can see it. Podcasters cannot, but behind me is actually that is a piece that my nana painted. So my great grandma and like the way it connects you, it can connect you with people or a time or a place and the ways it can release you as well. But that's something that I was reading about the way that trafficking can truly devastate relationships and the way you think about relationships. And so what role does art have to play in that and healing that component and that connection? Yeah, for sure. Even in my darkest moment, I, I didn't want to talk. I didn't even want to write. You know, I didn't want to look I, you know, I, I literally didn't want to do anything. But the moment they brought me color pencils and like, 
I immediately shifted. I was thinking again. I was kind of getting color in myself again. You know, I was becoming a little bit of me again. It was just so simple in that moment. And from there, you know, obviously you build and, but it's just broke that ice for me that I, okay, I am human. I'm not broken. I am, you know, like I, I can do this. And so that, that was something that kind of a little shifted for me for sure. To me, that was the biggest draw that I had for art at first because nothing was helping my brain calm down. It just felt like it was on fire all the time. And then also when it came to art, that it was a nonverbal way to process your emotions. I didn't want to talk about it. I know that I can talk about it now, but there's certain things that still bring up so much shame that it's hard to even verbalize. Art was giving me back a language that was stolen, I think, by the trafficking experience itself. I like to kind of utilize art in a sense of um, like with my words and with um, writing and, and music as well, too. There's so many different pieces that I've gotten to write, and it's all been tailored towards different seasons of my life, whether I was happy or sad or I was in love or I was angry. You know, I, I always got to have this kind of pouring out, you know, and, and turn into this piece. And sometimes it even got recognition. You know, one of the pieces I wrote, I was really, really passionate about a city I was raised in. And I got the opportunity to present that, you know, that piece. And again, it was just me pouring my, my heart out, having that outlet. And we won an, an All-American City title, you know, from it. And that was for poetry? That was for poetry. Um, and would you be able to share that poem with us? would love to um it's actually it's on youtube perfect well definitely be looking for that everyone in the show notes and definitely watch courtney's i feel like poetry to me is this like far away other art form that i don't connect to a lot and have like written one poem ever so you just haven't found you haven't found the type of poetry that you connect with yet so i love how art has really helped you express yourself and find yourself again is there a piece of art that you've created that you would say has, like, is really just encapsulating you expressing yourself? Painting-wise, for me, I like to paint, like, kind of safe places. So a forest, you know, with a beautiful moon shining. I did something like that, and it had, like, prettiest kind of midnight evening, but yet the trees were perfect. The water was clear. Um, the moon was just right. And that for me was an example of just a way I felt really proud of something that I grew out in, but it was also healing. That was my safe place in that moment. You know, you show people and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, this is great. You know, you're like, this is my safe place, you know, welcome. <laughs> so th those are a few examples that I've been able to do and, and kind of share with people. Liz, can you talk to us about your story? I mean, there's a whole reason we have you as co-host today is that art has been a really big part of your journey as well. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. So I have really enjoyed art um, probably for about 10 years now. While I worked at a CSEC group home, I used to do art classes with the girls. Honestly, I think I enjoyed the classes more than they did because we would have local artists come in and teach us different techniques and we would really just have a great time creating that safe place and being able to express ourselves. One of the things I've noticed, at least in my healing journey, is that trauma becomes your hobby and you don't really have hobbies beyond that. So in one way of being able to reclaim identity was just giving them the normal experience. I loved it. I loved it. It was so great. I 
had not thought of just right how much your healing can kind of take over your life in terms of like dealing with trauma can just take over your life. But like, yeah, to have something else to be able to share. I mean, you can't just tackle everything at once. And so we know that trafficking can be devastating. Can you guys can both of you share from your experience how art has improved yours or someone else's life? Could you share some stories with us? reminding me of some um, survivors I had the privilege of working with and, you know, just kind of those in between places where they're kind of waiting to go to a group home, them sitting down, you know, and just kind of what a relief that was for them to take them out of what they were just in and just have that pause in life to just completely have your mind on something good, you know, something that you can create and not that because something bad happened to you is something that I want to make good. The look on their faces just always broke my heart because, you know, you're like, you can tell they crave that so much. And it's like, God, if I can have you sit here and, and draw and create all day, I would, you know, you know, that's not life. But that split moment, man, just made all the difference. And so, um, yeah, Liz, that, that was beautiful. You know, I have an art piece in my house now that a girl made for me. She was about 14 at the time. And um, it says something to the effect of, we don't desire freedom until we've known otherwise. And it's a little bird cage and it has an open door. And um, I keep that. Um, she gave it to me. But I, I keep that in my art area just to always remind me of that power of choice. And I love that she left the door open. It's a little bluebird. I'll take a picture to show you guys. But, you know, that's just one of my sweet little stories. But truly, I think the power of art and the power of identity is that you get to, instead of saying, oh, I'm a survivor of this or that, I'm an artist. And that just, it takes the shame away. It takes the, I have to explain my whole life story and it's probably ugly and you might not have time or emotional capacity to even understand. And instead, it just makes it safe to say, you know, this is who I am. And I love the way that you even talk about that, how it's like deals with your identity. Like, right, art is can be putting yourself on the page or, you know, in the movement and how it can be tied to your identity and like help you shift your identity, like open up the possibilities, that creativity. Like it talks about that the need, one of the pages, I'll, I'll definitely link it, but one of the art therapy, like specifically for trafficking survivors talked about, you have to have imagination to dream of another life, dream of what your life can look like and how like, yeah, like how beautiful is that to even be able to think, think differently in the power of creativity and the power of imagination that then is inspired, right? How are we, we are inspired by other people. So want to give a shout out to both of you in the ways that you have shared your art and let other people like grow and be inspired by it. Because that that is real, that is happening in the way that you talk about being inspired by others, you are inspiring to others. So want to give a shout out to both of you for that. So I managed the Freedom Drivers Project, so our show trailer that has artifacts that tell the stories of survivors. And so it isn't like, I wouldn't say it's an art exhibit, we talk about it as an exhibit, but it has these items uh, from survivors from that time in their lives. So like a pair of shoes or a lipstick. And just like, when you look at something and what that means. And for me, I mean, that's how I even started working for Taz. I went to one of the exhibits and was like, like, I wear these shoes. Like, it is not, like, that far away. Like, the way you can connect emotionally and just have so much more of an understanding and get to share that without having to say exactly what happened. So is there anything else that you would like to share about art and the way that it's impacted you, about your own art experience, or anything else you want to add to the podcast at all? 
once again, art has been nothing but my soul. It's just it's the words I can't say. It's the words I don't want to say. I'll probably be painting on my deathbed or <laughs> singing a tune or something, you know, just because. But that's just how much it brought so much, so much openness for me. So much, so much more that I, I can look forward to. Well, I definitely have a few art pieces that will be linked here just to show people because I think that I would do an injustice to not be able to show pictures. And Courtney, I hope that you're going to share some of your poetry. I heard that it's on YouTube. That's so exciting. Um, just the different formats and venues that we've been able to express ourselves. And then I'm also hoping that the listeners would share their experiences with art or what's helped them express themselves too. We will definitely be linking to all of that in the show notes. I'm excited to share that on social media and tag you guys in it if you want. And hopefully we can get some people sharing there. I'd love to hear your experiences with art and art therapy. And everyone, remember to know the signs of trafficking. Check out the Truckers Against Trafficking website and you make that call. You're creating more opportunities for these kinds of conversations. The conversations that are saying, this used to be my life and it's not. And now I can talk about how much I love art and I get to choose to do that. And I get to choose what kind of art and how I want to express myself because that was not a reality before. And it is when you make that call, when you report potential behavior that could be trafficking, you're creating pathways to freedom. So I look forward to posting this on social media. Hope to hear from you guys there. Definitely remember to rate and review this episode. The more you rate and review it, if you listen to it through the TAT website, check out and contact us at tat.truckers at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear your insights, kind of what you want to hear on the episodes. And when you take that time, when you make that call, when you open that door to healing, you truly are driving freedom. 